Here we go. Hello and welcome back to Tuesday Night Gaming. Return and guest star ZJ. Yay! Hey. Zach's last podcast. Wow. <laughs> also starring gonna... Alana, Jay, Matt, and Zach. They're going to find out eventually. No, they won't notice. You'll, <laughs> oh. you'll talk and they'll think that's Zach because you guys are identical. Oh. The whole time. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there will always be one Zach on the podcast. So today we're talking The Book of Boba Fett, Episode 1. And? And also JSA World War II. Which just dropped on HBO Max, not a sponsor. That's right. So uh, ready to jump into Book of Boba Fett first? Yes, there's nothing, there's nothing that is, makes for a nuanced, calm, rational discussion like live-action Star Wars around here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the truth. Well, well maybe I mean, live there's action. There's two Marvel. people know, who will have a great <laughs> conversation about it. That's right. Or wait, you meant me and you, right, Jay? Of course. You meant Alana <laughs> and me. <laughs> I would like to say first that this this episode clocked in at a very reasonable forty minutes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you, Book of Boba Fett people. It could have gone longer. Yeah, the yep. first yeah, I was actually surprised. It ended um, rather quickly. Yeah, in my opinion, it's, it seems like it's going to be much more of an overall story than, say, The Mandalorian with the standalone episodes. Mm-hmm. It'd be like more serialized. So, I guess they want to stretch it out. Anybody know how many episodes this is? Uh, seven, I believe. Oh man! Wow. That's not very yeah. many episodes at all. No, it's not. Guys, very we, have, we have enemies. And an odd number, no less. Oh, that's right. There's no run. No anemones. Okay, so we begin at Jabba's Palace. Wait, yep, where we left off. Before anybody... Well, no. Never mind. I'll, never mind. Never mind. So we're at Jabba's Palace, and everything seems pretty much the same. The, the, the entryway... The audience chamber, except as a smaller throne. Well, and, we see, and we see Boba Fett asleep in a tube. <laughs> I will have a comment about a the tube. audience chamber, but we'll do that later. It's a Bacta tank. We haven't seen yeah. that since Empire. Or maybe ba- in the Clone Wars, I assume. Did you say Bacta tank? Bac- Bacta tank? Bacta. No, Tamora called it Bacta, didn't Yeah, he? it's a Bacta. Bacta, Bac, Bacta. Yeah, I mean, you can call it whatever. I always have yeah, heard it pronounced as Bacta, but... Yeah, he's got an Australian Bacta. accent. Is that one of those things we don't know how to pronounce until they t- say it on TV, like Hermione? Oh, no, it's more like Miraculo. <laughs> <laughs> not to skip ahead, but yeah, that would be a good example. No, they talk about Miraculo and Arrow, <laughs> but I understand where you're coming from. Miracuru. Miracuru. And they also right. talk about it... Why are we in the on, storm? Uh, don't they talk about it on Stargirl uh, as well, I assume? Yeah, yeah are why not, are you guys in this? Why are we not we're on Team Deathmatch for some reason? Or, yeah, why are we in Team Deathmatch is a better yeah. question. Sorry, Death guys. I hit the wrong this is button. what happens when Matt isn't running things. We could just quit. Want, do you guys want to quit? Okay, yeah, we can quit. It's supposed to be in squads. Look at my little set to know. My favorite part of the game is where we're not fighting people. <laughs> we know, we know, ZJ, we know. Yeah. It's the only part I'm good at. All right, so Looting. we just sleep in a tube, and then we get the best part of the whole episode. It peaks right in the beginning. You yes. mean like 
the when sarlacc they, when they show the nasty ass sarlacc good well, yes that part specifically but it, it was nice to see the flashbacks to like camino and mustafa not not mustafar what's the one with the, like the pet Genesis. 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 Give me Genesis. Genesis <laughs> means life. Wait, are, are we, we did we quitting? quit? What's happening? You guys, I can't figure out how to quit because my thing is broken. So so he's in the Starlight Pet. It's great. I love it. It's amazing. Why? It makes me so happy. Because Why? It's because it's interesting. Like we've always the Starlight's like part of Return of the Jedi, but we don't see what it's like in there. It's just cool, and he's like, he's like working his way through it. I wanted more. I wanted to see so more. We saw of that. what was presumably Jabba the Hut sleeping chamber. It seemed nice and breezy. It did. It looked comfy and cozy. Um, the only thing I didn't understand is why there was a stormtrooper in there. Ooh, it's mysterious. Because uh, we, we talked I, about that. I just uh, assumed one of them popped in there however many years ago when they were right. on the planet. Yeah, they've but been why is it right next to him? Presumably the Sarlacc like digests things like people, where it like moves through from the mouth down into the gullet. I didn't or get that impression actually. I got the impression yeah. that Sarlacc is all gullet and it's just digesting a bunch of stuff slowly. slowly. Yeah, very yeah. slowly is what Maybe I the imagine. Storm, stormtrooper armor prevented it from being digested. That makes stormtrooper sense. armor can't be digested because it's. Or maybe he was digested inside of it. Yeah, that it's not know. biodegradable. Add that to the list of the Empire's sins. <laughs> I think it would have been better. I think I kind of would have liked it more, though, if it would, had been like another guy from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, like, or what yeah. if it, or what if uh, Palpatine sent some stormtroopers to check out the scene after? Or maybe we don't they know were technically looking... how long he's been in there. No, yeah, I right. That was right. a big question I had. Maybe they were looking for R two D two and C three PO, and he fell in there. There we Looks go. Or maybe yeah. Jabba captured one of them and threw him in, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Remind me if he fell in head first or if he got dragged in by his leg. Uh, he goes in head first, if I recall oh. correctly. ZJ? Um, I don't he... recall. I thought it was, um, I thought I remember him like scrambling to try and not fall in, which would mean like first, but. So wait, Han. So Han hits the backpack. He goes flying. He hits the side of the sail barge. Yes. Yep. And he kind of tumbles in. Yes. Mm, that sounds plausible. That's exactly yeah. what happens, but I don't remember what I think it is head first, but I could be wrong. So when he's climbing out, like is he upside down? He seems to be right side up. Well, he lands in it and then he turns himself he does the hokey pokey and turns himself around. <laughs> There's still gravity yeah. inside the Sarlacc pit, so he can figure out which way's up. I guess so. Seems yeah, pretty disorienting. And when he's yeah. So that Get was one, your helmet. So that was an interesting point. Cause then when he's underground how does he know which way is up yeah he spits inside his helmet <laughs> yeah exactly he's on a planet you just feel it <laughs> no, wow, no, okay. not necessarily i'm gonna put you guys in a cave and be like tell me which way is up yeah I guess so. <laughs> if you're upside down you, your head would feel congested at like you feel blood, blood rushing to your head yeah, yeah I mean, maybe so but that's why people in avalanches can get turned around right also, you think the Mando armor would keep him like in some kind of equilibrium, maybe? Yeah, probably. But the Mando armor think? apparently doesn't give him oxygen. The Stormtrooper armor does. Maybe the yeah. Sarlacc likes to prop people upright. <laughs> it tastes better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we know that uh, Stormtroopers... Well, alright, maybe we don't know. But we do kind of sort of know that um, Stormtrooper outfits do have oxygen because it filters uh, uh, 
mm-hmm. like smoke and stuff, but it doesn't filter like the ambient air. So most likely they probably have oxygen on it. Um, the first time I watched it, I was like, okay, he's breathing. And he pops the tube and I'm, and I was like, oh yeah, why doesn't he have an oxygen tank? And then I was like, oh, uh, probably you don't want to have oxygen tanks next to giant flamethrowers and a jet pack. Right. That makes sense. <laughs> I didn't I really do think understand. it's strange that in Star Wars where so many of these people seem to be using their suits in spaceships and stuff that they don't have more built-in oxygen mm. or it's possible that his also ran out. I mean, he could have been in there for, you know, for three days before he woke up or something. Yeah, plus it's we dumb. know that he got hit in the back and his jetpack and tank got Damage, so it potentially could have been that that it is shared mm. oxygen sources too. I didn't understand that. why it was even an issue. Why couldn't there just be air inside the Sarlacc? Yeah, yeah whatever. Also plausible. Jay, can yeah. you make like a little bit of air? Well, every time okay. it, it opens its mouth, I guess. So after t- after twenty minutes on the Sarlacc, <laughs> let's, let's move on. So he escapes. Well, he crawls quick out question. Of the pit. Yeah. What? What? Um, do you think that the oxygen was used? Mostly for him, or was it to give his flamethrower oxygen? <laughs> that so that is a very good theory. I just don't understand why he wouldn't just plug it right into the flamethrower. Yeah, I think it was for him. I say I, both. I also think it was for him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, he craw- he's crawling out. He gets out. I feel so bad for him. Mm-hmm. How why much sand in his crack? Does he have through this episode? He He's crawling sand. through sand. <laughs> At this point, honestly, his skin is probably half sand. Yeah, I mean, you see, his sleeves are open, so like all that sand is just going down his suit, and, and he's sweating, and oh, that's got to be the worst chafing ever. It, not to mention that you're also like covered in digestive juices that are working on you. Yeah, like yeah. epic yeah. chafe. Yeah, yeah, it should have been grosser. I feel I like. Know- what? Come on, Robert Rodriguez, who directed this episode. Yeah, from this point forward, I feel like the writers or creators were trying to see how uncool they can make Boba Fett and make us still like him. <laughs> well, right after this, the Jawas take his armor, and he looks like he's in like long underwear for the rest of the episode. Yeah, he basically is. I mean, it's I called them jammies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the undershirt to undersuit to his flight suit. So. Yeah, but it, it doesn't look sense. cool, it Jay. It looks why, lame. Is it, why is it like black at least? Black's because cool Boba color. didn't wear black initially. I mean, this was the seventies. Black wasn't the new black. Black is no, the twenty twenties. It's being made in the twenty twenties. Yes, but he still had to wear that same outfit as when <laughs> he was in the movie. So you should have a mustache. What? What? What, what are you talking about? <laughs> got stunt guy a beard. <laughs> People in the seventies had mustaches. Oh, I thought you were going for a different reference. Alani won already. Yep. Um, Wait, Zach's not in the party, is he? Say yes. Is. I'm, having a, I'm having a glitch. It doesn't show you. Same, Alana. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So the job is the armor. He is, he he wanders away, and then the Tuscan Raiders grab him and drag him to their camp. Any thoughts on that sequence? It's, it's basically the opening of Army of Darkness. Yeah, he, okay. Tamora Morrison does a lot of like lying around in the days in this episode. Yeah. He's yeah. just like, ugh. Get the little birds flying around his head if it was a cartoon. I will say his suit came, his, his armory, 
like his armor came off really easy. Like that one Jawa just grabbed it with one hand and just shook his <laughs> chest plate off. And yeah. I was like, Wait, what? Yeah, I agree. It's not like Batman where there's a bunch of traps inside. Or cool. Stormtrooper armor or anyone else's armor. You know, the suits at Disney couldn't wait to get him out of that old armor. You know, he couldn't get out of it soon enough for them. Oh, no, that's not true. That armor has sold more toys than probably any other oh, yeah, 100%. design in Star Wars. I know. I'm just complaining about how I love the look of the old Boba Fett armor and then the new one that's all cleaned up. I don't like the look of that. As well, we, we discussed in Mandalorian. Yeah. We have like a whole rant about that later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I could go, I could go through it again. I, no. So I will say, I remember being really distracted by the look of his armor in The Mandalorian. I was not distracted by it in this one. I don't know if they were just shooting it differently or if they'd slightly reworked the outfit or something, but it didn't seem as loose-fitting and strange to me. So and, they did rework it. They scuffed it up. They did a bunch of other stuff to it. to Because uh, it really stood out visibly for me in Mandalorian as being wrong somehow or feeling weird or feeling fake. And I didn't actually notice it in this one. I was expecting to notice it. Yeah, I think think a lot of it is just because it was such freshly painted and it was such a stark contrast to what it used to be. His old one was a bright green. It was all uh, train uh, safety equipment paint. So it was bright colors. Whereas Mm -hmm. this one is all very much darker. And I think in this one, it's because it's, there's been some time. It's gotten scoffed up. It feels more worn in and lived in. So I think that yeah. helps it a lot. That's what a I agree. That armor should look like. I agree. In Mandalorian, it looked like it was like brand new, like it had just gotten a fresh coat of paint. <laughs> yeah, nothing in Star Wars really looks like that. Um, I guess except, except for the Java's Jar's... throne room. More about that later. Uh, true that. Java's throne room. Yeah. yeah. All right. So they drag him, and then. There's a part I wanted to make a comment on where he's at the Tusken Raider camp and he's sitting up tied to like a stump or something. And a bunch of Tusken Raiders go over to him and they start hitting him with the gaffy sticks. Mm-hmm. And he has no reaction. He basically just sits there while they're hitting him with it. It doesn't even seem like they hurt. Does Anybody else know anything? Uh, you, you do realize he just came out of a Sarlacc pit. He's dehydrated. He... I mean, yeah. he, mm-hmm. he got beat up by a Jawa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not doing the best at this I mean, point. Yeah, Matt, this is just continuing. Disney wants us to think he's not cool anymore. Like, watch a bunch of Tusken Raiders beat him up. No, no. In, in this episode, Boba Fett, they, and I, I it didn't, I was going to talk about this later, but we can talk about it now. I, I don't, I, I'm not invested as much in the character of Boba Fett from the original trilogy as I am in, in the other characters, mostly because he doesn't really have a character. But if I did love him, I don't know how I'd feel about this episode because they basically turn him into a big softy. <laughs> well, okay. They, you they, did that in, um, that. they did that in Mandalorian, though. So that's sort of a, we already kind of had that. Um, I guess so. I don't really remember season two of Mandalorian so well now. I kind of, I, the, main, the main way I remember him is that he was like, I want to get my armor back. And then he's like, I feel like shot. I owe you a debt. So that's why I'm going to help you. But in this one, he's like, yeah, he gets beat up by the... He gets be- Everybody kicks his ass. And then, just to skip ahead, just for a second, and I know we'll come back, but like the mayor's major domo disrespects him. He's like, it's okay, I'll let it go. 
Um, <laughs> he, he, he's like, he's like, Rodian, do you want me to help you escape? Yeah, yeah. that guy. So, yeah. Him. Just, yeah. I agree. Well, he's not gonna, tor- he says, I do not torture. It's like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> you're willing to disintegrate people, but you're not willing to torture them? Yeah. I do feel like that's at least consistent. Like, that is- disintegrating someone isn't gonna be, you know, the worst thing that's ever happened. It's right? a rough way to go. But also, I mean, they're not like he—he's a man of honor in that he, he only he usually goes after um, things that are—they're not like one of his targets, right? He's well, not being paid to do it. So why? Wait, how do we know that? Oh, well, so if you're honorable, me. if you only go after people, other people pay you to go after. Hell yeah! Because why would you kill? He's not a bounty hunter anymore either. He's a—he's a crime lord. Yeah, he was a bounty So Okay, I'm sorry. I don't think bounty hunting... I know it's, like, romanticized by TV, but, like, is it really an honorable profession? No. Well, you not. can have honor. Sure. Well, so, can Jay, you? you? So, Jay, you said this at the time. You said that for a Mandalorian season two. And, and you're and entitled you to your disagree. opinion, as in all things. You're always entitled to your opinion. But in my opinion, there's nothing about Boba Fett from the original trilogy, which is the only thing I care about. <laughs> that indicated that he was ever like a man of honor. I I get it. I understand. That's all I want to say about it. So I if agree. I watched the, if I grew up watching the original trilogy and Boba Fett was like this badass that even Darth Vader like kind of respected, and then now he's like they're basically turning him into a good guy, mm-hmm. essentially for the show. I don't know how happy I would be about it. It is true that a lot of characterization of Boba Fett is implied in the original trilogy with very little actual evidence. So what we know from him in the original trilogy is he's scary because he talks back to Darth Vader and nobody else does that. Yeah. And he's the only... Like his voice sounds like evil. He sounds like a bad guy. sounds sinister. Yeah. And he's the only one. He he tracks down the Millennium Falcon when no one else can. Not even the Imperials. Yeah. Um, and his costume yeah. makes a big difference too. And yes. he looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't see his face, which means you can print any kind of emotion hey. you want onto it. It, it could be you have to... there, Star Wars fan. You could be Boba Fett. <laughs> hey, DJ, come over here. But certainly, okay, so... this... hang on, Matt. But certainly, right. this idea that. He has a code, or that he doesn't like. I always got the impression that he doesn't do anything without being paid, but there's not a lot of evidence in the trilogy that he feels that way. Correct. I right, guess here comes the storm. Let's get in. Um, not to tie it into, not to tie, not to be too like, um, recency bias, but I just finished watching Fargo season one, and in it, Billy Bob Thornton Wait, is a hit. Sorry, ZJ, it's a two-person car. I uh, Jay, I need. Buzzsaw okay. <laughs> is a two-person car. <laughs> no, so I just finished watching Fargo, and then Billy Bob Thornton is a hitman. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked his characterization because he's a hitman, so he gets paid to kill people, but he also is like, anyone who gets in my way, I'm going to take out. And I don't, like, and I don't, he's like a force of nature. He doesn't live by any society's rules, man. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why they wouldn't necessarily want to make Boba Fett into, like, a nihilistic killer. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they really sanded down his edges, at least in this episode. I partially agree with you. I was a little disappointed that he's supposed to be a crime lord, so he should be scary. He should act like one. I don't know. 
Well, I think that that's maybe part of the tension of the show is how is he going to be a crime lord without being scary? Like, is it going to work? Clearly, Fennec doesn't it's like, it's, work. like it's yeah. not gonna if he's being attacked in broad daylight. Well, I, I think that's part of the tension of the show that the show's setting up to explore over the course of it. So, you know, yeah. maybe maybe that'll turn into something interesting there rather than just being a source of frustration. But who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you may be right. You may be right. Um, okay, so moving on. So he fights like a pork, this porcupine pet. Shooting. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, so he fights this porcupine and then runs away. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of Tusken Raiders come after him. And, and he's going to fight a Tusken Raider one-on-one. And you're like, this is it. This is the moment that Boba Fett kicks ass and takes control of the tribe. At least that's what I thought was going to happen. He's going to be but the new no. leader. <laughs> Instead, he gets beat. He gets his ass beat by this random Tusken Raider. I know how much you love getting your expectations subverted, Matt. Okay, guys, I let's go back to the car. Like this true Star Wars fan, I enjoy it. <laughs> well, again, oh. like again, you're looking. You're a Boba Fett fan, and you're watching this show. How do you feel when this random Tuscan Raider beats beats the shit out of him? I mean, he's fallen. He's he's yeah. not. He's yeah. still injured. I felt like it was pretty. It felt pretty realistic. Like he tries to run away. The Rodian sells him out because he's a coward. That felt perfectly realistic. The, yeah. um, you know the he uh tries was- to run away anyway. He. And he gets, you know, there's a bunch of Tuscan Raiders who come after him. He's in the <laughs> desert. He doesn't have anywhere to go. They catch up to him, and one of them beats him up because he's already injured and tired. And yeah, he literally just, yeah, he mm-hmm. literally just spent an entire day out in the hot desert sun without any fluids, with probably very little sleep after being digested, where he never got recovered. So he's still full of swamp and sand <laughs> and acid. So, but yeah, I I do agree, Matt. So yeah. Though we don't get to see him kick ass at all, you know that that's yeah. No, I'm, okay, it's okay to not see him kick ass. But I I guess what I'm trying to say, and you guys can agree or disagree, is that the point of that scene, the point of that scene where uh-huh. he's fighting the Tusken Raider one on one, he ends up right wet back where he starts. Right, he he flees the camp, gets beat up, and is returned to the camp. So the only point of the scene. Is to, t- is to show us that he sucks. That he's not who he was, right? And, like, we knew that. I feel like we knew that without that scene. I don't know. I think it's well, also to show that the, that the Tusken Raiders... Because Emily's reaction was, oh, no, is he going to earn their respect here? And that's going to be the trope? And the answer was, no, he didn't earn their respect. They're, you know, he's still a slave of theirs. And... It, but maybe it's kind of like a step in a process of him getting... Of the Tuscan Raiders accepting him? Yeah, yeah. I think it, yeah, that's part of it. I, I think that's exactly part of it. I, it's the fact that he um, is showing that he res- is willing to respect people to a degree, <laughs> uh, which uh, then allows us to see that the Tuscans aren't just heathens, that they uh, have a certain code, they have actual language. There's someone out there. Um, They're not just primitive morons. I guess it just occurred to me, but I think it's. I think what you guys are saying kind of is making me think that the whole point. And we're about to it, after this scene, it returns to the present, and I really like kind of this arrow. Dare I say it? Arrow yeah, style like storytelling. Arrow. Where they have the flashbacks and the present and the two stories are existing concurrently. And I think like Arrow, 
the point might be, the point of the show, like ZJ was saying, might be that this journey that he goes on coming out of the Starlight Pet through the Tuscan Raider is the journey of how he goes from, like, a nihilistic, out-for-himself bounty hunter to this kind of more soft-hearted, you know, I-want-to-make-life-better-for-the-people-of-Mas-Espa lord. <laughs> mm. <laughs> nice job, guys. Let's push in. Yeah, I, I, that's a good comparison to Arrow. I hadn't even thought of that because I never watched the show. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, good reason. Alana had it. If they are what? going for that, very quickly, huh. if they are going for that, then they should have made him kind of more of an a-hole in the early on. Yeah, they should have been like, I'm out of here, Rodian, suck it. Yeah. Well, yeah. But maybe maybe it's sort of he's trying his own thing. And I, I don't know, maybe we'll see it work with the Tuscan Raiders. Or maybe we'll see, like, maybe the next episode will have, you know, the, the kind of be the, the stick to his previous carrot, where, like, he, you know... But what what's the resolution going to be with the uh, Tuscan Raiders? But I don't know. You know, maybe he's nice and befriends them, and now they're forever best buds. Or maybe that's not how that goes, and it shows kind of a different angle of what he's willing to do to win. I, I don't know. I'm actually curious because I feel like I don't know what they're going to do with it, and I'm curious to see. Yeah. Trust so. them to go like far in the other direction, though. I don't know. Well, I'm you know, play it safe. You know, based on his appearance in Mandalorian. <laughs> you know, based on his appearance in Mandalorian, that he does adopt some of their identity, right? He carries the gaffy stick and he wears the robes. So, mm, yeah, oh, that's yeah. a good point. I wasn't thinking of that, but that's a really good point. Guys, yeah. let's hold up on this building. Wait for the enemy to come to us. Oh, uh, man, you guys are in the endgame now. Alana said during the desert fight, Boba is getting less badass by the second. Yeah, <laughs> I stand by it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And that's, that's the point where... of that scene. That's the point of that scene. I guess they could break him down before they build Over him. Over here, too. left side. Well, so okay. speaking of scenes where Boba Fett, well, I don't know if now's the time, but um, what? so what, are we going to go scene by scene? Because I was God thinking for, of... God forbid you skip ahead, ZJ. <laughs> well, so I don't want to steal it on Slender. So I was thinking of the... Um... Oh, oh, my dad. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh no. Jay, oh, no. Stop. <laughs> stop rezzing. Stop rezzing. Stop rezzing, Jay. Stop rezzing. Oh, we're it's definitely not fighting bots. <laughs> <laughs> um, the so the next thing I want to talk about is where he goes into Mos Espa. Oh well, we're we're not there yet. First, we have okay. the throne room where everyone's lined up to pay their respects. Or he's yeah, in the back we, to tank. She said everyone's lined up to pay their respects. So we get a suiting up montage with robots. It's oh, mercifully bam. short. It is, kinda, it is kind of neat. Wait, is this yeah. where they had the crazy music? Or it was like, ba bum armor, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did. Um, so and he so dramatic. Not... Yeah. So then, yeah, we have this room scene where everybody's carrying their tributes. It doesn't really seem like A, that many people be that good of a tribute. You know, it's like, it like, ro- like a piece of fur. Not uh, even like wearable skin. fur. It's, yeah, Wookiee skin. It's a full Wookiee. No, it wookie. wasn't. Yeah, it was, it was a Wookiee skin. Even that Emily noticed. Wookie. It didn't seem that big. Ooh, it's a Wookiee. What? Yeah. yeah, she did. Okay. Emily said, Emily. "Is that a Wookiee skin?" Wait, hold on. Skin? One question: the the lizard lizard thing. Trandoshan. What? Trandoshan. Trando. Tran- whatever. Is that what Sid was on Bad Batch? Yeah. I think so. I guess. Yes. I guess Sid was probably a female version of it because she was shorter. The male ones are taller and leaner. But, sure. Yeah. She could have sure. just been shorter too, but 
Nope. <laughs> this is also thing. where Zach was like, the palace is too clean. Yes. It'd be gritty. Mm-hmm. No, so like, no. What? I yeah. disagree with that. And let me tell you why. I, because I, I, I'm gonna say I'm going to agree for ZJ. Because before <laughs> Boba Fett became that became Boba Fett's palace, it was the temple of the skeletal or the um cybernetic uh spider monks. Spider monk things? Wait, live only as brains. Wait, what and about Bib What are you talking about? Wasn't it Bib Fortuna's palace? Well, it was Did after before before it was either of their palaces and during when it was their palaces. It was also the temple of the Bomar monks who are those um right. spider-like uh yeah. creature things with the, the brains, brains and the brains on the jar with and, the spider. And so yeah. I would think that they could be cleaning the palace in Jabba's absence, but who knows? Or maybe Bib Fortuna just, you know, had a good cleaning crew. Yeah, I mean, Bib Fortuna seems like a, the type that uh, like did not appreciate having a messy. <laughs> like he seemed very, he was very clean in comparison to everybody else in Boba's little mm. uh, entourage. Mm. So most likely, he's more fastidious in his cleaning. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy that explanation. There's an explanation for everything. There really is. <laughs> but, but, but yeah. and, and to be fair, I knowing more. Uh, yes, it, it's yeah. I mean, he's he's definitely more fastidious. And I mean, you know more. Stuff. Did you talk to John Favreau? He's gonna mansplain well, it. To he him. talked exactly. to Bib Fortuna. <laughs> I talk, <laughs> Yes, I have insider connection to Bib. Or so. <laughs> Justice for Bib. So, guys, <laughs> as much as I appreciate, as much as I appreciate your guys' effort to explain it, even if you can't explain it, I still didn't like that it looked like a a set of a TV show rather than a place where people actually do business. Yeah, and that's a valid point yeah. for you. I think I also it's supposed to look really empty. You're supposed to be like, uh, Boba Fett actually doesn't have very many, you know, friends or entourage yeah. the way Jabba and Bib did supposed to be a little spooky i so i forget who brought out the gamorian guards when they're like these guards were uh, it was just a random yeah. uh it was, it was dude uh, yeah. yeah it was it was um the random henchman who brought him out uh and the robo is like these were the guards <clears throat> i did like i liked in this part back behind when, you when boba fett says we really need to get a protocol droid yeah, um, I, I like that. As, I really uh, like that as well. Um, I did not like the Trandoshan speaking English. It, I did not enjoy weird. that one bit. It was very weird and creepy. Do you mean common? <laughs> basic. Uh, standard. Basic. Oh, is that what they call it in English in uh, Star Wars? Star Wars basic? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey. Just like you are. Oh, oh, oh. can't disagree with that. Good burn. You basic right. speaker. <laughs> Uh, so this is the part with the mayor major domo who comes up and he's like yeah the mayor was going to come but he's not gonna and he's not going to give you a tribute and boba fett just sits there and takes it like a bitch <laughs> yeah well I, I don't know maybe he doesn't maybe he has another plan who knows i but yeah i did think that was interesting that boba fett's response to that is well maybe it'll he's work the mayor's in the long card. Run. yeah maybe I mean... the other major domo will be like oh i'm really glad that you didn't kill me so well, it's the you. mayor of the no. whole city. Yeah. So that is so he specifically goes, well, he is the mayor's. 
So yeah, he's an elected official. Well, probably not elected, but like yeah. he's like a, he's like a local figure. Like Jabba yeah. the Hutt had ruled like planets, like like that. Outer About... Rim is like, controlled by the Hutt Syndicate, and well, but... and Boba Fett can't even handle one like local official. Well, he is the mayor of Mos Espa, which I think is the kind of like the biggest city. So they might feel like, oh, we're the real successors to Jabba, not these, not this upstart in his palace. That's right. So we got to watch Boba Fett crush them like a bug. I well, hope I bet that's, that'll be part of the. I've got a chug splash, by the way. I bet that'll be part of the. Uh... Okay. So. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, I said to Zach also that mayor isn't a badass sounding name. He should have been the governor. Or something. It's on the walking dad. The governor. <laughs> yeah. I thought at first I called him Moth, but that, that was... Like, ooh, that would have been cool. The we already did that, though. Yeah, with Moth Gideon. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't do something cool, because they already did it. Or some, like, made-up... <laughs> they could have had, like, a made-up function. But then I guess the dumb Disney audience would have been like, what's that? I think mayor's fine. I think that that's maybe part of the insult, is someone who's just a mayor is mm. saying... That's exactly. true. How exactly. dare the mayor? Right, are Just we... the mayor. Ah, I see. Thanks, Zach. I think that there right. was Anyway, the, the Twi'lek envoy also reminded us very strongly of Danny Putty. We're like, hmm. he should have been here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, after, the, after the mayor thing comes in, two Gamorrean guards are brought in, and I must say, and I'm not usually the sort of person who cares about this kind of thing, but those Gamorrean guards did not look good. They looked, they looked fine, actually. I I, but the, I don't only know. Thing, the only thing I noticed about them is that they were lean and mean. They've been working out. That's right. They're they not pretty chubby to me. They weren't very <laughs> no, uh, slimy either. Or gooey, no, as compar- mom would say. But no. compared, to the, compared to the ones in Return of the Jedi, they're lean and mean. These yes, are the good Gamorrean guards. <laughs> they are good. These are the ones they're that take more. care of themselves. These they are the ones that go to the gym. Thick goodness to them. They take care of themselves. Yeah. Yeah, this is the part where Boba Fett says we do not torture. It's like, boo. Yeah, he lets them off like with that. the slap on the wrist, basically. Or not even that. I want to see even. a crime boss who's better than the local government. Yeah, but he also knows that they're loyal. I mean, they never turned their back on their previous people, so he knows he's, they're not going to turn their back. So why not go with someone you know is going to stick with you? These Gamorrean guards have been among the more competent members of the show so far. <laughs> they were loyal to Java and they were loyal to Bib. But you overthrew them. It doesn't mean that they're loyal. It doesn't necessarily mean to, to, to me that they're going to be loyal to Bib. I think if someone is loyal to Bib Fortuna, they'll be loyal to anyone. Well, I mean, they're good warrior guards. They just kind of follow whoever's in front of them, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, but it does mark a very strong contrast with how he takes over at the end of Mandalorian where he just walks up, shoots Bib Fortuna, and now he's sitting in Jabba's chair drinking. <laughs> I would be surprised if the... the I would, I'm willing to be wrong. I'm very willing to be wrong, but I would be surprised if the, the Boba Fett shown in this show is the kind of... would ever act like that. Like, would ever go up and just shoot somebody. I, okay. I'm willing to be wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious, because... Um, yeah, maybe he had some serious beef with Bib Fortuna for some reason. <laughs> Who would yeah, have? We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. You, you guys ready to move on? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So we go to the cantina, the Moss Espa cantina. Hey. Like, yes. And we on. see the the member of my band, Rex. Yeah. We see Rex, Rex from Rebo. Max Rebo. And oh, did you Max see? Was the... it Max Rebo? Is it Max Rebo? Um, was 
was it uh, Max Repo and uh, what's his name, Figure and Don jamming together? Yeah, yeah. good of them. Yeah. Oh I man, so. they, they were playing a variation of the Cantina song. Oh, there's there's the people on that building over there. The fact about how Max plays uh, the instrument. No, I didn't see that. How does he play it? So he plays it with his feet. He has no arms. Oh yeah, I remember seeing that design. Um, what's it called? Uh, like the, I I didn't notice that until I think I saw someone share like a design uh prototype yeah. of Max Rebo. So someone posted well, Shayla on uh, on the tweets <laughs> said, "Well, so now we know that uh, he uh makes people jizz with his feet. He plays the jizz uh, with his feet. Yeah, oh, that's I, right. The jizz. I think that." That's no longer officially canon, Jay. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. <laughs> Disney would never allow for something like that. Well, I mean, I, guys, let's dumb, go. to be fair. <laughs> did, did you guys notice who was tending bar? No. No. Was it Dan or whatever that guy's name is? <laughs> it was the robot from Star Tours. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did oh, notice that. It? Really? Yeah, it 100% was. Yep, it was. I, I noticed that bar? as well. Come on. And it, it, DJ, do you remember the name? It escapes me now. Um, I don't. Yeah. Oh, you guys. It's something like, like RX. It's like <gasps> something's pretty simple, but I forget what it is. ZJ, did you watch the behind the attractions for Star Wars on Disney? Nope. You should check it out. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Don't leave. Okay, hurry up. <laughs> I'm hurrying as I'm running as fast as I can, which is not that fast. Zach, so my so God. Are, what are you, you doing? Up a lot. At least I know how to watch for when the storm is coming. Oh, Whoa. you didn't say anything. Yes, I did. <laughs> I didn't hear you. It was Zach's job to keep track of the storm for you, Alana? Yeah, he's yeah, because you're not here. <laughs> okay, so they go and talk to the cantina lady who's like who's like who runs the cantina. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah. And they get tribute from her. Well they immediately take their helmets off. Come on, boy. Oh yeah. They can't take I those know. helmets off fast enough. Oh wait, ZJ, is this the part where you wanted to talk about where they go for a walk in Mas Espa? Uh yeah, that was, but I guess that's after the scene. Um, what's wrong well, with him taking off his helmet? You don't. It's rude to keep your hat on indoors. I knew Jay would justify this. I yeah, guess not. Jay, come on. He wears, he, he wears his helmet indoors in the entire original trilogy. Yeah. All yeah, but now scenes. he's a crime boss. He needs people to see who he is. No, they they'd be more scared of his helmet than his face. Totally. Yeah. yeah, but he's not trying to reel through fear. <laughs> he's ruined through res- friendship I mean respect yeah and the only way to get respect is if you take off your helmet so you can see your old wrinkly bald head <laughs> how come Boba Fett doesn't carry a blaster rifle anymore yeah good question okay uh, because his gun was digested by a sarlacc oh my god he could get another one <laughs> no, he he could. Could. there's no more guns but it's not his gun anymore oh Jay have no gun than his gun. why didn't you call out that they were behind us they're behind us? We did. Yes. It's your job to call our oh, people shit. behind you. We're in a crossfire. Get us out of here. So, yeah, yeah, so not only do they give their helmets, not only do they take their helmets off, but they just give them away to the first person who asks. And Boba Fett's explanation is, we have to adopt to the ways of the world. He's mocking Fennec. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he still does it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like the part, did you guys like when she's like, do you want your Gamorians washed and fed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fine. Somebody else was going to say something? Uh, I was say I was gonna just say yeah. I mean, if he's trying to rule by with respect and be respectable, uh, then I have no issue with him taking his helmet off. 
I mean, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't have a problem with it either, to be honest. Uh, so the deck scene coming up was one of my favorites. Go ahead. Go ahead, DJ. Uh, Take it away. Describe what happens. When they walk out and then immediately get accosted by all of the um, parkouring um, <laughs> people yeah. who presumably work for someone who has been referenced previously. Yeah, I was waiting for you, ZJ. I was waiting for they, you. Who who do they work for? Did they? I don't think they said anything. No, but remember the guy. The only prediction that anyone within the context of the show has made is the guy who says, "I believe you'll be visited by people at some point." Um, oh. So I assume it's the mayor's. Yes, he's he's going to be the big antagonist of the series. So the mayor. The mayor. So the other theory, ongoing theory, is that. Um, it is actually Crimson Dawn assassins. Mm-hmm. Why are assassins red? only use beat sticks? I feel like that's like a riot police sort of situation. Well, if the guards in the Last Jedi can use it in the yeah. throne room scene, true. And yeah, and we and we know that Crimson Dawn is somewhere out there with Maul. And let's be honest: the main reason underpinning that theory is that they had red shields. Oh, one hundred percent. They Crimson. had all the right outfit. Well, they, <laughs> they had, had the right outfit. colors. Uh, but also, like, the tattoo under their mask, it looks like it's a half circle, mm, kind okay. of like their logo. Maybe okay, um, maybe the mayor that. is in the employ of Crimson Dawn. Exactly. So that's what my thought was going... That's mm. where my theory was going. Well, that, that would explain why he just totally paid. rejects Boba Fett's advances. Are Crimson yeah. Dawn and, the and that, that isn't Paul, afraid of... His name was worked. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, and I was just going to say, and Paul the fact that, that he has no fear of Boba, he knows that... <laughs> he's gonna be, he's gonna have to face uh, a certain hard-headed faction, and I don't feel like a mayor typically would be a threatening, uh, no, <laughs> identity be. to be like, oh no, the mayor is gonna send his politicians. <laughs> and he's gonna pass a harshly worded worded bill. Um, yep. Jay, is the uh, are the um, are Crimson Dawn the people that Paul Bettany? Is working for in Rogue One, or is that a different group? Paul Bettany, uh... not Rogue One, Solo. Solo, it's Solo. Yeah, I was like, wait, yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, Solo. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's who Kira works for. Okay, okay, very or nice. in, uh, who takes over the front of it? But okay, yes. got it. Uh, a so couple there's, other there's things about what's yeah, up, Matt. A couple ahead, other I... things about the fight. Before that, they leave with their helmets full of gold coins that looked plastic. Yeah, I like yep. that part where they just hand back the helmets full of gold. It was, yep. it, was a, yep. it was a nice touch. It was a nice explanation for why they wanted to take them. And then also, so when the fight begins, a bunch of Jawas run in and immediately start stealing the gold coins. Yeah, that's great. It was awesome. I, was I know, it's like they get surrounded and I'm like, oh, you can't put your helmet on because it's full of gold. What a problem. <laughs> I like how at the end of the fight scene... Fennec runs over and puts her helmet on before she goes to chase the guy, just so that the stunt double can be wearing the helmet. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. For no other reason. Nice call out of the production. Yeah. Um, you don't have your helmet on when people are swinging yeah. stuff at your head, but when well, you're running. My favorite part of the scene was we have the repeated motif of Boba Fett just not fighting. You know, cutting the mustard. <laughs> yeah. Um. And. I, I like that it's a repeated thing. Like they're really hammering home that Boba Fett is just not. He is not, not the badass. Sucks. He, he's not winning fights. Like not only so 
my my absolute favorite part of this was the Gamorians coming in and rescuing him. Ah, amazing! <laughs> I love it. Best Gamorians I like, ever. I liked it too because before that, I was like, "Where's the Gamorians? You stupid show! Where's the Gamorians? They should be here." Yep, and, and there they, they were. They came. Yeah, they, were. They, they came running. <laughs> they kicked so much butt. Yeah, it was great. So, <laughs> way to go, Gamorians! New favorite characters. <laughs> yeah, it should be called the Book of the G- of the Gamorians. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, so so we have our rooftop chase, um, and he wants one of them alive for some reason to find uh, out who they work for. Yeah, and it was pretty good. A- it was pretty good action. That whole scene, I think, was pretty good. It was pretty good fighting and parkouring, as you just said. Emily wanted to make sure I pointed out that every time they jumped and did parkour, we said parkour out loud. Oh, I did too. I 100% did too. Yeah. Okay, good. I'm glad that wasn't just us. Is that a reference to something? No, that's just what I felt like needed to happen. That's what people say when they parkour. They're like, parkour, parkour. parkour." Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Michael Scott did it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking about. I'm sure I'm like, okay, okay. So Boba Fett gets badly injured in the fight. Um, So he goes back to the back to pod and we see some more flashbacks. Yes. So I, also, I need you. Go ahead, Zach. Also, the bad guys in the fight seemed like video game villains. That's it. That's all I have wanted to say about that. <laughs> yeah, they, they did. They all look exactly the same. And they had special weapons and super moves. It's something out of XCOM or Jedi Fallen Order. Anyway, so we can move on. Okay, so and now here's another part. So this is so we, in this flashback, I didn't like it. And I'm sure uh, you guys can mansplain to me why it was okay. <laughs> okay? But, so, so we go to the flashback, we're in the Tuscan Raider, he, and then, so he and the Rodian get put on, like, a chain gang with a Tuscan kid. And they, they walk out into the desert, they go up, and they lo- watch an attack on a moisture farm mm-hmm. by, a, by, a, by a group of criminal thugs. Yep. And then they leave, and it seems to serve no purpose. No, I actually, actually have an explanation for that. Go ahead, they found the moisture farm, and they knew they were in the right area to dig for the water balls. Mm. Yeah, the water balls I also didn't like. So I mean, the water balls are ridiculous, but at least they were in the right area for me. them. They've been consistent with the water balls. Really? What? When? Well, they, since the beginning of the episode. <laughs> They're like, we drink these water balls for water. And then you're like, oh, this is how they get the water balls. Can we call them water testicles? You dig in the sand for two seconds and there's a water ball right there, right below the surface? The, 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 clearly the Rodian's done this before. That's what I took away from this. <laughs> yeah, he, he can sniff them out. Um, so... What was it going to say? I mean, what um, I thought. Oh, sorry. What I thought didn't make sense in that scene is that they let the kid take the two prisoners, one of whom already tried to escape. Eh, they don't himself. really care that much about the prisoners. Sign of disrespect. I meant like Besides, the dog is with them, and the dog is very competent. I would be worried <laughs> that they would attack the kid and like kill him. Like, uh, let's get in the car and go. Alana. Maybe it was like a maybe it's like okay. a rite of passage for the kid. I yeah, guess he's learning responsibilities. There's, there's only two person hey! cars. There's two wait, pe- person wait. car. There's a Why two can't person they go in the car. Back? Why can't they there's, go in the back? There's not enough room. Yeah, we can. I think what? we can stand on the back. There's a whole flatbed. Water balls? Is that what you're I saying? Ha- I hated the water balls and the attack on the moisture farm. And if that's the real explanation, then I hate it even more. What? <laughs> I like this whole scene. Actually. So I liked it. You, I thought it was cool. All right. So can you guys mansplain to me then how the moisture evaporators work? 
Because the way I thought they worked, why they're sticking up in the air, is they collect water particles from the air and collect them. <laughs> why not both? Right. Well, so but they don't... Yes, that is right. So then how do they find the water balls? Maybe it's both. Because it, it most likely is that there's an abundance of... Mo it, there's more moisture in that area. So therefore, things can grow and therefore other things can survive in that particular area. It's not just an arid area. Okay. I'd buy it. I I didn't. I just assumed that they knew some place and that they happened to stop by a moisture farm on the way there. I didn't put together that they were related or think that they. Oh, I they... thought they were actually going to go to the moisture farm to go fill. Yeah, up. I thought they were going to raid it. I feel like I remember that, you know, yeah. being part of their whole raider persona. Yeah, that's what I thought. They wouldn't send two tied up prisoners and a kid to go raid a moisture <laughs> farm. Well, no. they're big, strong, strapping. Yeah, to carry their stuff. <laughs> They're not gonna do it themselves. I mean, that would. <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's, let's move on because nobody's nobody's gonna convince each other of anything. Well, but I I I did actually I did want like... to talk about this scene a little bit because I I liked it. I thought it was cool. Um, I thought the action was pretty cool. I I thought it was an interesting touch that they just sent the kid. I don't necessarily understand it, but I thought it was maybe a sign of disrespect or something, and I thought that was kind of fun. Maybe um, the Rodian gets his comeuppance, and Boba Fett even gets to yell at him a little bit before he does. Um, yep. And then they have the kid, you know, claiming credit for the taking the head off this thing, and the elder or whoever, you know, knows that it was Boba Fett who did it. Um, the kid was taking credit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the kid was like running around with the helmet and holding it up and was yeah, being he's like, pointing yeah, to himself look at me. and he stabbed it and he punched they were patting it. Him on the back. They were literally patting him on the yeah. back. And they're like, yeah, woo! I, yeah. I didn't really have a problem with the fight with this four armed monstrosity. Like, that was, that was fine. Okay, um, hold on. Hold was on. It four armed? I had a problem with that. We had a problem with it. Why? Both that creature, this, the little like weird dog thing. That looks like one of those creatures from Hellboy. Slash all all animals in Star Wars since the OT are all way over designed. Like they need to just take it five steps backwards when they're making their animals. Yeah, and have the budget of a small indie film. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I I thought it would have been cool actually if they'd uncovered a Rancor. Or a Crate Dragon. That's what I thought they were gonna do. Well they get. already Although did that. that. Crate yeah. dragons are pretty big. Yeah, yes. that's like they had. Didn't they have the baby Rancor though on Mandalorian as well? No, uh, was in, that uh, was on the Bad Batch. Storm's coming, oh, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> can we ride on the back of your truck this time? No, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Sorry, I think we can. Uh, there, there's one part where <laughs> Boba pause Fett. Pause for a moment and see. There's one part where Boba Fett calls somebody. I don't know who. Perhaps the Rodian. He calls him mate. Yeah. 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 He's, He's Australian. Australian. Not Australian. He's New Zealand. They're up ahead. Oh yeah. Speaking right. of his accent, though, there was—I forget what he said, but his—he sounded a lot like Omega, or Omega sounded like him. Yeah. Oh, they're the same yeah. accent. Based, yeah. I mean, they're they're, they're, they're identical. They're but I mean, I guess like they were trying really hard to sound the same, which I thought was a good touch. Or probably well, more like Omega I was trying think to that's sound just like him. New Zealand people sound. No, I think that no. No. <laughs> no, he says a lot. <laughs> I don't know what to tell How you. I think you they think pretty that. much all sound like that. <laughs> ah, come back. All right, what what do I have decks for this? Yeah, the, the digging for the water I thought was stupid. This that they dug about five seconds. 
and about two well, inches the water. did, but Boba took quite mm. a while. Boba Fett didn't do too much more, but whatever. Uh, I also, when Boba comes back, I wrote down the quote, we are now part of the tribe. I wrote that <laughs> down too. They should have had him say that. Yeah. He should have been like, look, should have been like, seems like I'm now part of the tribe. <laughs> that would have been funny. I would have been okay with that reference. Wait, what reference is that? C-3PO um, says it in Return of the Jedi. Oh. Yep. Wonderful. <laughs> and that is how use your divine influence and get us out of this. <laughs> All right, so, so what do we... Go ahead, Zach. Sorry, I keep it around yeah. So that, Yeah, I was just going to say that is the first episode of the Book of Boba Fett. What do we think? Yeah, and then it just ended when he drinks the water. So <laughs> that was... So why do we think he needs the back to tank? Because uh, he was horribly burned. He was digested, but that was like a while ago. I wouldn't be surprised if the back to tank is because he has ongoing injuries from the Sarlacc. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking, so you know how um, Darth Vader has his meditation chamber or whatever? Uh-huh. Um, I was thinking that this might be... His version. Yeah, his, his version of that, where um, he, you know, Darth Vader needs this in order to um, function, and like that's the only place he can be. And Boba Fett needs the same thing, where he can't sleep well unless he's in a tank of Bacta. And presumably, the implication is that he just hurts all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, so that I is possible. So I, that's that's probably it. It does. I don't really buy it because it seems like he's more capable in the flashbacks of doing stuff than in the present day, if you want to call it that. Like, he strangles the six-armed monster, then walks back to camp, and he seems totally fine. Probably but in this adrenaline. One, he he plays, also absorbs he a lot of punishment in that fight, even though he doesn't dish out much. He absorbs quite a bit. And, I mean, he just does all those missions with Din, so he's probably hurting from all of that, too. Okay. <laughs> I, I do think, think we just flew around Slave 1? I think it's going to be something different, but um, you know, we'll yeah, find out. Could be. Yeah, maybe we'll come across something else where oh, he wait, needs it. I'm sorry. It's yeah. not called Slave One anymore. It's like Friendship is Magic One. You loved your own joke. You loved it so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I, sorry. So, I wasn't that impressed by first episode, but I'm definitely willing to keep watching. See how it goes. Yeah, I, I hope it doesn't turn into a hate watch for me. Uh, but it's kind of heading in that direction. Wow, um, hate watch. That's strong. Wow, that's, At least you've got I, Fennec I, I thought it was pretty... Yeah, there Fennec were a lot of things great. I didn't like about it. Yeah. But it did entertain me, and I did like that it was 40 minutes. <laughs> I found it pretty entertaining and promising. I, I, I think that the first episode of The Mandalorian may have grabbed me more, but this one oh, I thought geez, was pretty... That's Spider-Man just... Uh, yeah. Oh, why'd pilots, you do that? Pilots are always a little bit rough, too. So um, we'll definitely definitely be watching the whole thing and seeing how it goes. <laughs> the chair uh, behind you. Too late. Thanks for calling that out after I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I called it after I was dead. Situational awareness. Do you guys uh, think we're going to see a Tuscan Raider's face? I thought we would. Oh, probably, I thought we would, too. I, I hope not. You know, Emily asked if they were aliens or humans, and I honestly didn't know. <laughs> well, there are no humans not. in Star Wars, so that makes the answer easy. They're not Ooh. humans. What are they called? There's Ooh. no Earth, so there's no humans. I'm they go are with... called humans. They are I'm... called humans in the books now. Yeah, he's a hu- wedge- I'm going to just say you're wrong, Zach. Human- <laughs> is a human from Corellia, is what they say. 
Oh. No human has won the Bunta Eve Classic in 5,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. All right, you guys ready to move on to JSA World War II? I'm so ready. DJ, Are- I feel like the random's not working. We're just bananas every time. Well, well I don't have random. I have banana. It's a 50-50 chance each time. Oh. What? It's a 50-50 chance each time. So every coin flip, it's a banana? Yeah. Maybe no, you said it to Banana too. Yeah, maybe so I who did. Watched, who watched JSA World War Two? Me. Me. It was fine. <laughs> so Jay, you watch it. All right, ZJ, just you focus on the game for a little bit. Well, ZJ, you right. can, I said ZJ could go if he wants to. You can <laughs> well, go so if he wants gonna to. Miss the question, then he's going to miss questions of the day. You want to? You guys want to do those first? Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Besides, ZJ so, just started a game of Fortnite, so. Yeah, right, he so has question, to be here. Question number one. Uh, did we already talk about what your favorite season is and why? Have we discussed that? No. Uh, did we not? No. Doesn't sound familiar. Unless you guys did right. that when I wasn't here. Maybe. I, I think we did, because I definitely recall saying fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might have said I fall, It's too. most familiar. It's something we've discussed, if not on the show. My new summer. favorite season is summer, I think. Ooh, that is a hot take. And why What's is that, that dude? So I used to really enjoy the winter. Yeah, I used to really enjoy the winter because it was guilt-free video gaming because it's so cold. Okay. But Mm -hmm. then I moved to D.C. where the winters are mild and the summers are really brutal. So I kind of got over the guilt of staying inside in the summer and also getting up and going to work in the winter just really sucks. It's way worse than anything during the summer. And then finally, when you go out and you go to stuff in the summer, you don't have to drag a gigantic heavy coat around with you and like deal with that. Whereas That's you true. in the summer or in the winter. Well, I, I agree with Jay. I guess we're doing the question. I agree with Jay that the fall is the best because it's not too hot and it's not too cold. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can do things outside, but it's not super hot. And the leaves are pretty, especially where I live. And you get to wear um, boots. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, and yeah, so it's just, it's, it's got the best holidays, which might be coming up. That may be coming up in a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, fall is because my vote. All right. ZJ, Alana? Yeah, no, I agree. You agree, yeah. fall? We yeah, got two falls. Falls good. <laughs> Three falls. And springs no. like everyone's like, let's go out and hang out, and you're like, eh. fall <laughs> is the worst. <gasps> ZJ, defend that uh, position. Well, you have to go back to school, which <laughs> is what? a legacy hatred of mine. It's true, but it's one that is still sustained after all these years. Um, <laughs> you have to go to your brother's soccer practices, which is an even more bitter memory for me. <laughs> Wow. I think you need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that comes with the falls? The swamp thing knows it is fear of having to attend your brother's soccer games. Um, go yeah. And go by the school. And everything starts getting cold. The w- days start getting ridiculously short. Um, mm. The Ridiculously. It, the, you have to start wearing a jacket everywhere. There's oh, just a lot of problems with fall. Yeah, you What's want to wear a jacket guys? everywhere. Jackets Why? are great. Let's hear your you favorite want to wear one because otherwise that. you'll freeze. No, 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 you want to wear one because you can put all your stuff in the pockets and you don't have to carry a bag. 
I just put all my stuff in my pockets normally. Well, you're because you're a pants. man. It's called man yeah, privilege with pockets. Yeah, take your privilege. <laughs> also, ZJ wears like cargo six shorts. oranges in my pockets. <laughs> I, ZJ, not everybody wears cargo shorts. I know. <laughs> um, okay, well, ZJ, what's your favorite uh, season then? My favorite season is probably either spring or summer. I like spring for the opposite reasons of fall because no one in the U.S. is playing soccer. Um, <laughs> and because you can get longer days, uh, everything's turning green, um, you can start going outside without a jacket. Yeah, it's just sort of all the opposite reasons of why I dislike fall apply for um, I, li- I-, I like I like spring for all those reasons, but the problem is I feel like spring is like two weeks, and then it's over. Especially around here. That's yeah. yeah, I can see that. But yes, it is. Also, the, it is spring a, is your birthday. What? Spring? What? Well, my birthday. birthday. Oh, your birthday. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, when's my birthday? Like your birthday. <laughs> no, is your birthday pretty much uh, nope. winter? Nope, it's spring. Say it's your birthday. Right, okay, you can't, we can't give out when you did spring. We can't give out when you did birthday. It's too late. <laughs> I felt challenged like I had to prove what month it was in. It's at the end of a certain month. A certain month that may or may not have been mentioned. It's a spring month that begins with M, and it's toward the beginning of spring. Ah, there you go. Nobody's going to crack that code. All right, let's move on, because this is is like an hour already now. We haven't even talked about JSI. Okay, so my next one is a similarly light topic. It is, what is your favorite holiday, but I'm going to make an amendment to it, which is that uh-huh. it, cannot, it cannot be a gift-giving holiday. Okay, I like it. Does Halloween Thank candy you. count as a gift? No. no. Okay, in that case, my answer is obvious. St. Patrick's Day. Ooh. Yes. Okay. I like Irish music. Irish music comes into the mainstream on St. Patrick's Day. Also, you drink a lot. Yeah. It's in the spring. It's in the spring, et cetera, et cetera. So it's all good. A lot of uh, I don't know. I, w- I was trying to pick between the three barbecue holidays. <laughs> um, I don't think it's Labor Day because that's like it's like the end of the summer. So that's kind of depressing. It's like the yep. last three day weekend. So you don't want that. But like Memorial Day is the beginning. But then everyone's like, be sad because it's Memorial Day. So July, 4th of July, I guess. I think for. Yeah, I, I think I wouldn't. I don't I'm not particularly sad on Memorial Day, but I will say it's not. It's a little too early in the summer for it to be hot enough to go swimming. That's true. So I think July 4th is a good choice. I will choose Thanksgiving uh, mm. because it is in the fall, which is my preferred season. Uh, I love the food and getting together with family. It's the best. Thanksgiving is really close to Christmas, though, which causes, like, drama. I don't know. I like, do where like are you going for Thanksgiving? Where are you going for Christmas? Whose turn is it? Where are you how, going for July 4th? How are we getting there? Also, it might snow, and, the, and then you're like, oh, God. You know what? You're I need to your pick, so just respect mine. You're going to get stuck at I-95 for, like, 10 hours. <laughs> oh, gosh. Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like you get killed with a boulder. No, I got knocked out by a boulder. We picked <laughs> on a sentry thing. Um, so for me, I think I'm going to say Thanksgiving. As well. Good choice. A good choice. A great choice. It's a very good part about a season that otherwise is very dim. Come to me. I have a jug. I have I, jugs. Also, another favorite heard... holiday is Pax Unplugged. 
Yeah, <laughs> you would, if in terms of fall holidays, you would put Thanksgiving over Halloween? Yeah, I think so. Halloween, I don't partake in anymore. Mm, Not at all? Well, I mean, I enjoy, you know... Go away, kids. Well, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Whereas Thanksgiving, I really like. I like you know, spending time with family. I love the cooking. I love the food. DJ, we should start a tradition where you should come down and do Halloween with my family. Go trick-or-treating with us. It's really yeah, fun. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. I think oh, Emily would really like that. Yeah. yeah, I bet she would. All right, Jay. Moving on. Or Jay. Moving on to Jay. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't really care about holidays anymore. Okay, no answer for Jay. Mm-hmm. All right, so do you guys want a deep one or a light one for the third one? Light. I- Oh, Lana, you're always going to vote light. Yeah, I am. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna count your vote then, Zach. Yeah, we could do a heavy one. All right, Z- uh, ZJ, you're the tiebreaker, or Jay, whoever whoever votes first. Heavy. Yeah, Jay right. likes heavy ones. Okay, what the traditional? <laughs> All right, ready? Here we go. What traditional gender roles do you agree with? No, <laughs> that's not even. <laughs> You wanted heavy. <laughs> no, Alana didn't want heavy. Yeah, I, yeah, that's right. I I don't understand the question. So what gender? Uh, what traditional gender roles do you think are like appropriate? Like, do you think that should remain that way? Yeah, you think women should stay in the home and cook, and men should go out and make money? That was an example. Yeah, Jay, is that what you think? I think the gender roles are just fine because all genders can do all things. That that's not it. So, you think, you, so there are no traditional gender roles that you agree with. Gee, Jay, I think, do you think uh, women should be soldiers? Yeah, sure. I was. Good, I was just about to say. Do you think they should be drafted? That's sure, not just, okay. Being that's, drafted isn't a gender role. Yes, it is it a gender role. Only no, it men, isn't. Like, only men have had to so- register for the draft. But I don't consider that a gender role. Like, I guess we should define what a gender role is. Okay, it's like only men can get vasectomies too. No, that's not the same thing, and you know what? That's disingenuous. <laughs> that is so disingenuous. I have an answer, Matt, and you might not like <laughs> it. My answer is opening jars. <laughs> I really, really appreciate that there's something around the house that I am better at doing than Emily. What about pick, what about taking things off of high shelves? Uh, I, I'm better at that too. It's true, and well, every time moving. I'm able to open a jar, I feel useful. So there I'm going to say go. because. It makes me feel useful. That's the gender role I'm going to pick. I think that's a good one. I think that's a great one. Also, I think I we th- should edit this out because I don't want to get canceled. Okay, no, we don't have to do it. We could do the light one. We could do the light one. Um, but thank you guys for your answers. I'll leave the answers in, but we can move on. Which is, <laughs> what is your goal for the year? Like, what is your New Year's resolution? Or to a survive it. <laughs> Uh, we need to go. We need to go. That. Mine is I, to be more patient. That's a good choice. Ah, oh, Zach's gonna die off, with no. the reboot card. No. <laughs> anyway, mine was to go in the office more. Wow, that's a good goal. For a brief moment, I thought that was your traditional gender role. I was trying to <laughs> struggling to figure out why. Andrew needs to get out of the house. Go in the office. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant you go into the office. No, I did. <laughs> that's right. my goal. Yeah, that's a good goal, and I feel like I would have the same We're one outside. if I didn't want to be lame and copy you. 
Oh, okay. I said my New Year's resolution was to try to use less filler words. That's been tough to follow on the podcast so far, but I will continue. It takes practice. When I was at my work, I did like, we had a couple like Toastmasters type sessions, and that was something we had to practice. Mm -hmm. So I like to think I'm pretty good at it. (laughs) Jay, ZJ, Uh, any goals for the year? Yeah, I'd say to engage with work more. I've been finding it fairly easy to go through work and, you know, not necessarily invest myself a ton in the day to day. And I think I enjoy my job more and get more out of it when I do invest myself more. So, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll say that. That's a good one. It's definitely tough to do working from home. So, (laughs) (laughs) okay. I I I guess be more consistent with things. No, I don't really do resolutions. Okay, no worries. That's fine. All right, let's move on to Justice Society World War Two. So, are we going to go scene by scene again, or just have general God, reactions? Oh God, please. Absolutely not. Definitely not. I I wrote down stray observations that we could go through. Okay. Yeah, I had a lot of stray observations, so probably too many to go through them all. I thought the whole. Yes. Okay. I thought on the whole it was pretty enjoyable. Um, I thought on the whole it was very enjoyable until they got to Atlantis. And then I was like, oh God, why would they do this? Because <laughs> they didn't want to have us them fight Hitler or something. I don't know. No, but like, oh, but they did fight. They fought the Germans in the beginning and it was great and it was exciting and it was cool. Then they go to Atlantis and the guy and the, Atlant- the Atlanteans are the bad guys, which we've seen like a bunch of times. How many times have they done a service invasion? Of the world, of the earth. That's what I said, buddy. <laughs> I know because it's true. It's just, it's just annoying. And then the bad, the real bad guy who causes this whole thing. First of all, he's not even a Nazi. <laughs> he's like some he's guy. Not, he's and he doesn't even have a name. Yeah, it's supposed to be like spooky or like they're not. I don't know if they're trying to sequel theorize or like I don't know what they're doing. Like, is he supposed to be Desat slash like Mobius? Because he's in like the Mobius chair. So mm-hmm. it gives you sort of like apocalypse vibes, but then they don't really follow up on it. Well, uh, it's probably awful. Or is it just to set up the mystery for the sequel? JSA no, World War Two too. But they don't really do. Yeah, the, the DCU movies they don't really do sequels. That's true. Well, Not they set it up because they never find them. Uh, it was just. It was. I found it was really disappointing. It was very, very disappointing. The whole Atlantis thing, I agree, was terrible. So, and it was, that I, was the big final fight. So Aquaman being uh, a Nazi actually kind of makes sense because he is very Aryan. <laughs> One in the comics, of course. Not the- so they kind of make it like... Is that lady that still down there? Not, like, they should have uh, had yes. him wear the uniform. Oh, German she, she accent, me. The whole nine yards. I was impressed they actually had swastikas in the SS symbol. In the movie. And the, like, and the Black Cross. I wrote that down, too, because... Do, do, do you remember the JLU episode with Vandal Savage? Of course, just, of course. Where they don't... They pointedly do not have those symbols <laughs> on everything? Yeah. It looks kind of weird. Yeah. Hang on, Guys, it's too hot! Why did we land here? Whose idea was this? Ah, I'm dead! I feel like this map is smaller. <laughs> we run into people a lot more. I'm, I'm dead and I have ZJ's reboot card. Well, once you picked up the reboot card, the whole team has it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm coming, Zach. I'm so fine. Other, so other than that, actually, <laughs> the other thing I liked, the one thing I was thought I wasn't going to like, and then I did like, was in the battle at the end, 
where they're fighting the Atlanteans. I was like, this is... And, and remember the part where the JSA are starting to get knocked off one by one? Like, yeah. Yeah. Hawkman dies. Hold another team. Hold another team. After her mega scream. And yeah. Like, oh, this is so annoying. I hate, I hate this movie because you're just sitting they're around waiting, waiting, waiting for Superman to come in and save them at the end. Right? Like, yes. they set it up. Right here. Just waiting for it to happen. But that's yep. not what happens. But, you know, Hippolyta... Not Hippolyta. <laughs> that's another <laughs> note I made is that it's not Hippolyta, it's Diana. Wonder Woman stops Aquaman on her own terms by breaking the trident, and then they defeat the aliens come, on the rock. So come, I actually like that part. Come to us. Right. But come then, us. But then Superman does come in and save them. Anyway, against the actual Nazis who do show back up. We were, mm-hmm. like, excited for a second, and then he just kills them all. <laughs> yeah, but I think that was okay because... It was a day six machina threat, and then a day six machina resolution. True. Okay. I, so I didn't mind it so much. Can I interrupt to say, ZJ, do you want to drop out? We can return to the lobby and switch to trios. Um, no, no, no. Uh-huh. I like listening. Okay. Yeah, ZJ can just play. Can he just play? Well, I wanted to ask. Give him the chance. <laughs> Thanks, Zach. I appreciate it. He can, he can stand up for himself. He's a big boy. Turns uh, out I was set on the banana the whole time. Did you guys like how Superman couldn't fly and was just jumping? Yes, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. I actually thought that the characterization of all the characters, except Our Man, was really good because <laughs> they gave them all pretty good personalities, especially like Black Canary and Wonder Woman, who I thought was very well done in this one. I thought it was funny that she had the Gal Gadot accent. I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, the I movies are infecting the animated. That, so. Yeah. No, this was a great. I agree. This was a great depiction of Wonder Woman. She was like a badass. Yeah. In like a realistic kind of like not over the top way. Yeah. I appreciate that fact that they're like, yeah, kill, kill, kill. The whole JSA is like, yeah, let's get them. Let's get them. Break them in half. Rip their head off. Let's do it. Zach, I have a question for you. Yes. Would this movie have been better or worse if it if they had replaced Hawkman with Starman? Much, much better. I think better. Yeah, Hawkman is boring. He could have served the same purpose, just by, you know, just be the flyer. But then he also or could have been the scientist. Part I, of the thought, scientist I, I, I liked how they made fun of Hawkman, like, in the reincarnation, where it was like, don't talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, the quote is, I don't want to hear about reincarnation, Carter. <laughs> um, I wrote down a couple of good quotes uh, that I will discuss now. One of them is, like a broken record, son. Do you remember that part where they're in the JSA headquarters and Steve Trevor yes. is hitting on Wonder Woman and Flash yes. is like, yeah. Oh, they're arguing about war and like the cost of war. And it's like, do they argue about this yeah. a lot? Like, yeah, all the time. I also like the part, here's another good quote where, I like this quote anyway, where Black Canary is over Hawkman's crumpled body. And she says, you're going to be okay. It's not that bad. And Hawkman says, you're a terrible liar. <laughs> well speaking of crumpled bodies the part where steve gets stabbed and then says to flash i'll be fine flash i wrote Go. that down it's hilarious yeah he and then flash the goes death. hang on can i finish yeah the, the flash yeah, goes yeah. stares at the planes and then it's like oh yeah steve trevor and then he dies <laughs> <Yeah>. ridiculous <laughs> but yeah he was stabbed through the chest practically in the heart and then he says i'll be fine yeah the last quote I wrote down is our man's best line where he says, I'm an American. We don't do surrender. But it would have been better if he had just said, we don't surrender. Yeah. Hmm. He, he I don't know. A... I like the fact that he says, we don't do surrender. <laughs> do surrender. <laughs> they they yeah. tried to have some old timey language. Maybe that was one of it. Like when Steve calls something like nifty. It, it doesn't. And Flash calls something cool. And he's like, cool. 
Cool. Oh, what does yeah. that mean? Yeah. yeah Black Canary said something else too. She says something in the old time accent. I forgot why. Um, yeah. Iron Man has some pretty bad one-liners though. Like, I'm never eating seafood again. <laughs> <laughs> he does. No, I definitely. I didn't like. I didn't. One another thing I didn't really like is that is that they brought back the modern Flash. I didn't really like that. I didn't think it was necessary. And then they kind of have him do a, a lot of stuff. Yeah, it was like, the whole yeah. Flash thing was totally unnecessary. It was weird. We were like, why does he need to be in this? It's like, do they not trust the like people will watch this because it's the JSA? It's like, I guess not. And then why Flash and not like Batman? Yeah, we were, Batman's we, waiting for, we were waiting for Batman to show up, TBH. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad he didn't. I don't know. It just made it seem very much like another kind of like Flashpoint, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like mm-hmm. Flashpoint again. We even had Aquaman fighting Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, I did kind of like the twist that it was a different Earth and not in the past. Yeah, I like that too. And the this show also made Aquaman seem very powerful. Like, just the way yeah. the fight scene was and mm-hmm. the animation. Well, what's great about the JSA, and another reason why this should have been Hippolyta Wonder Woman and not Diana, is that they all, they all kind of don't have that as, they're not as powerful as the Justice League, so therefore their fights are a little bit more interesting. That's why I kind of like Flash being depowered too. Yeah. Absolutely. I can uh, other things we liked how Diana Lance, Black Canary would hit Hawkman in his pecs. <laughs> yeah. Or like poke him. <laughs> I didn't notice that. Did you guys like the part where Steve Trevor has the Thompson and he's shooting a bunch of Atlanteans and then he jumps up on top of the tank, pulls the tank open, <laughs> you see the tank crew like look at him and then he goes, just mows him down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was so hardcore. Except the Atlanteans started it. They just come up from the beach and just start shooting everybody. Well, yeah. because their king tells them to. Well, yeah, they were told to do it. Yeah. It was, it was surprisingly hardcore for a DC sh- cartoon. <laughs> yeah, lots Those of yeah. good, mm. solid murder. I thought, um, I thought Wonder Woman had some, you know, not all of her lines were good. Some of them were bad and cringy, but a couple of them were good. I like how she committed to calling Flash Future Boy. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was Black Canary. No, Black no, Canary no, they did it once did. as a joke, and then Wonder Woman keeps saying it. It was a joke. Yeah. What did you guys think about the part where Steve proposes to Wonder Woman every day? That's Apparently a callback to the, the comics. comics. Yeah. yeah. The old, the old school comics. Well, you know how Superman's girlfriend Lois Lane was always trying to convince Superman to marry her or trick him into marrying her. Yeah. Same thing. Okay. Same so idea. Like way, so like way back. Way, way back, yeah. The part with Barry and Iris in the beginning is like really long too. I was like, I, like I was watching that. I was like, what is happening? I yeah, thought well, I was watching the JSA in World War II. Yeah, why are we starting off with some relationship drama? Yeah. <laughs> the Dr. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that part also doesn't make sense because Iris is like, you've been the Flash for years or it's been years or something, but Superman doesn't know him. And the or Justice like, League doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. And he's never time traveled before. Because when he... Because when they're like... I don't remember what they say. They say something like, Oh yeah, he's like, President Roosevelt? What are you talking about? President Roosevelt? <laughs> yeah. History? Because he's right, time travels. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Jay. What are you going to say? Oh, I was just going to ask about Dr. Fate. Does Dr. Fate, like... I thought he says they all die, and then only two died. I know. Yes, like, that's right. 
That's right. The point. Super lame. Like Doctor Fate, you liar. <laughs> He's like that. It was a very interesting depiction of Doctor Fate too. I kind of liked, kind of liked it. I did like it, but then he was a big fat liar, so I didn't like him. Yeah, I appreciated I mean, eventually of old age. <laughs> I appreciated that for once a movie prophecy didn't come true. CJ, the movie's prophecies always come true. Unfortunately, I agree, but I think unfortunately it's not a deliberate choice choice on the part of the writers. I think it's probably that they just are lazy and forgot about it. <laughs> I really wanted um, Hawkman when he recognizes Dr. Fate to be like, my son! That would have been a deep cut. It's, but it's probably Ken Nelson because it's the JSA one. And then yeah. they were like, we can't call him Kent because then people would be like, huh, Clark Kent? Yeah, <laughs> what? You mean Shakespeare? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what did you guys think of that? That Superman is a dick. I like that a lot. I actually liked it a lot. I did I mean, too. I read the cartoons. I know that he's a dick. <laughs> Superdickery.com. Superdickery. He goes on a character arc, which I enjoyed. It wasn't really, he didn't really spend enough time doing it. Like they didn't, they don't really show him going on that arc, but. Good. It's not a, J, it's not a Superman show. It's a JSA show. Yeah. Get JSA out of here. In the class. Yeah. yeah. The I was Justice wondering Society if they were going to do, uh, Superman as a Nazi, turret converting. Mm. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. That might be too hardcore. Just make a movie of the Golden Age. You they did make they did make Red Sun, which is like basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It is basically the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slurp yeah. fish. I have. Uh, okay, I have what else? Slurp. I like the part where Wonder Woman kicks one German soldier into another German soldier in the first fight. Yeah. 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 yeah, that part was felt very reminiscent of the first Wonder Woman movie. Yes, and the music um, reflects it as well. Yeah, was it the wah, 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 yeah. wah part? Did they play the music? Yeah, well, they, they play like an homage to it. Yeah, a Rogue One type version. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The part where Aquaman sends them to... He says he's going to help them and then brings them to prison. The poor where he says he's going to help them, his bulge is very prominent. <laughs> oh, God. I noticed that. <laughs> Who's looking? Who wouldn't? Yeah. What do, you, what do you guys think of the kaijus? They look great. I don't like the kaijus. They're very well designed. I like them because they weren't Atlantean soldiers shooting laser guns. <laughs> I got really bored of those really fast, so I appreciated that the kaijus. And is that it? That's oh, all well, I had. Oh, the last thing I have is Flash wasn't allowed to go home until he learned a lesson. Yeah, oh, lame. And what lesson <laughs> lame. did he learn? Can you guys get married? Him? He learned, don't oh, wait yeah. till tomorrow because your fiance might die. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a good lesson. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like one of Iris's lines where she's like, in the first part where they're going out or they're at the picnic, she's like, if that's the way you feel, then just break up with me right now, Barry Allen. It's like you break up with him, Iris, if you don't like him, coward. Yeah, no, the line is he's like, no, we can't get married because I have to protect you or something, yeah. and she's that's like, right. we oh. can't be open because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's too dangerous. And she's like, if that's yeah. the way you feel, then break up with me. It's like, well, no, if you don't want to be with him, then you break up with him. Traditional she gender does. role. She just wants it to be public. Traditional gender role. Well, yeah, yeah, Alana, <laughs> do you think that the man should pay for dinner on dates? Uh. I mean, we have pooled finances. But that's because you're dating. That's because you guys are married. <laughs> They're not like first dates. Uh, I think that they should do the check dance. 
<laughs> but who should win? Uh, they should split it. I think I, I think I would agree with that. <laughs> the check dance yeah. is the least you can do. <laughs> yeah. The bare minimum. Yeah. So on a first date, you should split it. I think you should make that clear ahead of time. Not that I'm going on first dates anytime soon. Yeah, seriously. I'm a feminist, so I think we should split the check. Let's I'm <laughs> jump up here, guys. Follow me. Yeah, we should get to high ground. Okay, uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? Or I think we've gone on long enough. Oh, they Is had anything... old-timey credits. Oh, no. Yes, I yes, I did like those. Is there anything we want to say to Zach before he leaves? Yeah, uh... anything you guys want to say to me? I hope Podcast is still here when you get back. Me too. You hope what's still here? Bobby? The podcast. <laughs> Bobby? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't know. I guess you want is always bringing up Bobby. <laughs> you got your $50,000 handy just in case? Yeah, I do. <laughs> you can't say that. Okay, well, thank you for joining us here on Tuesday Night Gaming. I will catch you in the spring. Catch everybody else every week at twitch.tv slash mcslanty and group up with us next time. Bye.